and welcome to A Day in the Office on the Hopewell Valley Student Publications Network, where students come together to publish content to share with the world. The opinions expressed in this episode are mine. Please enjoy the show. You are listening to A Day in the Office, the podcast, with your host, Samaris Chteva. In this episode of A Day in the Office, the podcast, I will discuss the Diwali episode of The Office, how I relate to this episode in the cast of the show. In this episode of the third season, Kelly hosts the Volley Party and invites everyone from Dunder Mifflin Paper Company office, including her boss, Michael, which, if you don't already know, is an immature, self-centered, comedic, and a clueless person. So, of course, he is thrilled to go, because why wouldn't he be? I mean, he's an extreme extrovert and a major social butterfly. So along with this, he brings his new girlfriend, Carol, who was under the impression that Kelly's Diwali party was a costume party, because that's what Michael told her. So they both showed up in a costume. Carol, of course, was embarrassed when she dressed up as a cheerleader when she was surrounded by people in saris. Along with the embarrassment that Carol was already facing, Michael got a little ahead of himself and decided to propose to her at the party in front of all of his coworkers and Kelly's friends and family, when it had only been their third date. I know. Meanwhile, Kelly's parents are interrogating Ryan, who is Kelly's boyfriend, about his life goals, and when Ryan responds with traveling and buying an Xbox, her parents begin to pressure Kelly to marry an Indian doctor, which, of course, is the perfect person, according to Indian parents everywhere. So, now going back to Michael's proposal, Carol said no, because, as I mentioned earlier, it only been their third date. I mean, who proposes on their third date? If I were Carol, I would have said no, too. Michael became very sad, and he went to Pam, who was dealing with her own troubles. So Pam had just gotten out of a three-year engagement, and the guy she liked, Jim, just moved away to Stamford for a new job opportunity. Well, they all live in Scranton, Pennsylvania. So to shorten this up for you, Michael says that he and Pam are, quote-unquote, both victims of broken engagements. However, Michael was never engaged. He just proposed, and Carol said no. So he tried to kiss Pam. And she obviously refuses, which led Michael to go back inside, and in order to cheer his and everyone else's spirits, he sings a song that honors the celebration of the volley, which is the concluding scene of this episode. So now you're probably wondering about how I personally can relate to this up-and-down episode of The Office. So for starters, I'm Indian, similarly to Kelly, and I also celebrate the volley. Every year, my family and I love to celebrate together and go to the volley parties. And I'm actually also really excited to say that this year is the first time where we have a day off from school in honor of the volley. So if you ask me, this is long overdue, but honestly, I'm just glad that we're finally getting a chance to celebrate on our own time and people finally being understanding of that. So as I was saying, my family and I also go to the volley parties And even if we don't, we just love to celebrate ourselves, which is the four of us. It's equally as fun. But um, one time in particular, when I went to a Diwali party at my neighbor's house, so this was, okay, this was around the time when I just started watching The Office. So it was like my first time. I was maybe on season like four or five, and it was my first time running through it. So, and I just thought it was so funny when this group of teenagers decided to sing the exact song that Michael sang in the Diwali episode at the party. Because remember I said that the episode concluded with Michael singing a song in honor of the volley. That song was like sang by the teenagers at my Diwali party. And I thought that was so funny and so cool because 
I knew what episode they were singing from and I knew what they were talking about. And I just thought it was so funny and hilarious because I was like, ah, you know, like I know what you're talking about. And I don't know, I just thought that was really cool at the time. Um, and I wouldn't have known that had I not watched the show. So um, also something that I didn't mention when I was summarizing the episode of the show was that in the beginning of the episode, Michael asked Kelly about what Diwali is. And Kelly said that she didn't know. So to me, it kind of seems like Kelly doesn't have much knowledge about her culture or about Hinduism. And I have to be honest, I'm kind of the same way, even though I hate to admit it, but honestly, it's true. So although I love my culture and, you know, all the fun, different holidays and celebrations, I can't say that I know much about it because I truthfully don't and I wish I did. But I do, however, know what the folly is and... I assume by now you're probably wondering what this whole episode is even based on, so let me tell you what I know about the holiday. So Diwali is the Festival of Lights and a festival where we celebrate good over evil and light over darkness. So as I said, Kelly, similarly to me, is Indian, and the actor who plays Kelly is Mindy Kaling, and she's acted in some amazing movies which you've probably heard of or watched, such as um, A Wrinkle in Time, Ocean's 8, Late Night, and much more. And I think, okay, I think this is so cool because she's actually directed her own Netflix original series called Never Have I Ever. And the part, the reason why I think this is cool is because the show Never Have I Ever centers around an Indian American girl and her high school experiences. And it's so cool to me that I can like relate to that because I'm Indian American, I'm in high school. So I just think that's so awesome. And what's even cooler is that Mindy Kaling is the first Indian American to have her own network show, which, like I said, is even cooler. Like, that's so awesome for her. And I think it's so cool also how she's become, like, kind of like a new representative for Indian American girls everywhere, including me. So going back to The Office, in the show, her character Kelly um, dated a guy named Ryan, like I said earlier, who also works with her. So even though the show ended back in 2012, Mindy and the actor who plays Ryan, who's BJ Novak, um, they remained very, very close off camera and over even over the seven years of filming. So much so that BJ is actually the godfather to Mindy's kids, which kind of shows how close their friendship has stuck for so, so many years. Also, um, Novak and Kaling actually produced many of the episodes of The Office. So I think that some of that... Cause Mindy and BJ aren't in all of the episodes of The Office, so I think that's because they produced a lot of them. So they were more behind the camera, behind the scenes, but they were also acting in it, which is really awesome. So that could have been, like, how they remained so close. I think that's definitely why. Also, um, so some other actors of The Office, such as Steve Carell, who plays Michael, and John Krasinski, who plays Jim, are really well-known and have gained so much popularity. Um, Steve Carell has acted in A Beautiful Boy, Crazy Stupid Love, Welcome to Marwin, and he was actually the voice of Gru from Despicable Me. Meanwhile, John Krasinski has starred in A Quiet Place 1, A Quiet Place 2, and Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. So that concludes this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to me, and I can't wait to keep talking to you guys. Thank you so much for listening.